Welcome back, all you Fabric in the Fleshbacks, to the super, not funny show, Supercast. The Supercast, where we talk about all things superhero and pop culture, and that's, of course, movies, TV shows, video games. Uh, we talk about the news, and we do some speculation, all of that good and nerdy stuff. I am Mo De Poupay, your resident Fabric and a comic extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, good friend Lottie. What's up, man? What's going on today, Lottie? Nothing much. How are you doing? I'm ready to talk about this stuff. Uh, there's a lot I need to catch up on, man. It's been one hectic weekend, but yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, nerd stuff is is high in the uh, in the pop culture space right now. It's hard to keep up. I, I feel like, I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed. Like, and, and it's spooky season too, so we got Halloween stuff going on too, man. It's, me and uh, Jen are going, we're embarking on a, uh, Halloween movie marathon. We're trying to watch one per day, but man, I'm just trying to k- stay caught up on the TV shows. Uh, you know, uh, Interview with the Vampire, the new uh, series just started uh, yesterday. And then, we, of mm-hmm. course, we got She-Hulk's coming to a close and House of the Dragon, and it's crazy. So it's hard out there for a nerd uh, <laughs> trying to keep That's up with all bad. this shit. So anyway... Uh, but this supercast, we're going to talk about superhero stuff. Uh, we got a bunch of news this week. Um, as usual, we like to keep up with all of the goings on uh, as uh, new things are popping up. So this week, we're talking about Avengers Secret Wars finds its wa- uh, new writer. Uh, there's a change to Don Cheadle's Armor Wars series uh, for the good. We got that uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever the new trailer, we're going to talk about it and uh, give our review. Ryan Reynolds has some pretty earth-shattering news for Deadpool 3. Uh, some uh, changes, shakeups on the Blade movie. And uh, we're going to find out, is it Project in Trouble? And finally, is Kevin Feige stretched too thin? We're going to look at uh, look at that and make our estimation. So that's everything we're going to be talking about this week. Uh, Lottie, you ready to jump into this? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's get to it, man. Uh, so Avengers Secret Wars, we know that was, dude, that was, uh, announced at D20, not, uh, not D23, it was announced at, uh, Comic-Con, uh, earlier, in, uh, you know, a few months, a couple months ago, I guess you'd say. And first of all, Secret Wars, what a huge story. And we've been wondering, like, what the, what the heck are they going to do with the Avengers? You know, they hadn't even mentioned them in phase four. Uh, but Secret Wars is coming out, and now they have you know, announced their writer. And Lottie, it's a it's a familiar face. Well, maybe not. Probably not familiar. I mean, I doubt we know what this guy looks like. He's just a writer. No one knows who those guys are. Uh, whenever we ask uh, people to answer questions about the the show, we always ask the actors who don't know a fuck thing about the story. They just they just you know repeat the words. We should be asking the writers. And this guy. If you, you know, he's, he wrote and show ran on Loki, the first season of Loki. And he wrote uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And he's got writing credits on a bunch of other nerdy shit, too. So apparently they like this guy. His name's Michael Waldron. Uh, and they like him at, at um, Marvel. Which, by the way, you know, Fe- you know how Feige is. You get in good with him. See also 
the Russo brothers, you know? Uh, you get in, uh, or Marcus and McFeely. Marcus and McFeely, those are the guys that wrote Winter Soldier and both of the the Avengers Endgame and Infinity War. So, yeah. um, all right, so this is the guy, Lottie. Uh, yeah, I won't want to say yay or nay, but does this give you some confidence? Are you, uh, are you, look, you know, thinking, hey, they've got the right guy? Um, so he, yeah, he wrote, um, the second, the, the second movie, right? So he definitely has, uh, cause a, a secret wars has to do with a lot of, uh, multiversal stuff, right? Yep. It's, if, in so fact, he, if they're doing what I think they're doing, that's going to be the battle world secret wars where there's, um, the multiverse is crammed into one giant world that's, you know blocked off by these walls that kind of keep the different worlds separate so like literally you know marvel zombies is going to exist next to uh, age of apocalypse next to you know um uh, i don't know there's just uh, uh old man logan or something like that that's what i think that's what they're doing so yeah so I, he can he definitely has his he definitely has his skill when it comes to writing uh what is that thing called? Oh, uh, these different multiverses. So I'm, you know, he definitely has the skill in writing it. It's just, man, this is going to be a task. This is going to be a task because this is because this is pretty much Avengers five or Avengers no, this four. Is six. This is six. This is coming after the Kang Dynasty. Oh, man, this is going to be huge, man. This is probably going to be, man. He probably better start writing now. Oh, oh, oh guaranteed there. Oh, they're, guaranteed he's, he's already. Uh, he probably already pitched his general idea about uh, how he would approach it, and that's. I mean, I think so. That's probably what happened. How many uh, pages you think this would be like? A hundred, three to four hundred. One hundred thousand. Because, <laughs> if, if I'm telling you in the comics, Secret Wars was an event, and why event? I mean, you remember. You know, event comics that every comic had to have something to do with it. it that's what it was. It was a comic plus a bunch of tie-in comics uh, to explore the world. And this is supposed to take place in, I'm going to assume, four hours. Because, I mean, how do you have time to tell a multiversal story starring everybody? And probably the mutants are going to be in it, too. I mean, like, this... I mean, Do you remember how... you remember how uh, when they did... Um, this wasn't Marvel, but Fox did, you know, um, Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. And they had the fu- stuff happening in the future and stuff happening. I mean, that's the sort of, it's more, it's bigger than that. So, I, I mean, at least we know he knows what to do. He did Loki and he did Multiverse of Madness. And I hear tell that he's developing and writing the script for Kevin Feige's Star, uh, Star Wars movie. So the guy, he knows his, he knows his nerd stuff, definitely, and they like him over there. Um, but some people seem to be having a problem with this because, I, Lottie, I don't know if you know knew this, but Multiverse of Madness wasn't universally praised. I, I it's hard to believe, right, that it made not nine hundred fifty million dollars, but somehow a lot of people, a bunch of people, weren't so excited about it. Um, yeah, I know some people are saying they had a little problem of the movie because they felt that uh, that 
Strange wasn't the main character in his own movie. And I can understand what they were coming from, but the movie, in my opinion, was wasn't it was a pretty good movie. I just think that some people weren't ready for the attack of the raging Karen. That's what <laughs> I yeah, you know, I I would say, you know, was it one of the stronger movies? I mean, I think it's in the top half of the MCU movies. Mm -hmm. uh, so I mean, that's good. Uh, and Loki was great. I loved Loki. So I mean, I'm generally I'm cool with this. My look. As far as I'm concerned, and I'm I'm serious about this, I trust Kevin Feige and, and you know, Victoria Alonso, Louis D'Esposito. Those are the big, they're the head honchos over there. And if they say this is the guy, he's the, or the girl, you know, or the woman, then that's who it is, and I trust them. So that's that's my take on it. I'm I'm optimistic. And besides, this is damn near three years from now, so I, I think you know he's got time. It'll be it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Everything. Uh, but we'll we'll come back to that. I'm sure we'll be start uh, we'll start hearing some stuff about that in the coming year. Um, moving on to uh, Armor Wars, Lottie. Remember, uh, we were like, "Oh shit, they're doing an Armor Wars thing!" Right? That's awesome. And then, uh, you know, D23 and Comic Con passed. No, you know, Comic Con they were like, "We're doing Armor Wars." D23 passed. No talk of it whatsoever. And so people are like, "What the hell? You know, where is are are y'all abandoning Rhodey? Are are we? Are you you know you guys never going to make this thing?" Uh, what well, turns out that's not what's going on. They did not abandon it. In fact, uh, Kevin Feige pulled up and said, uh, "Rhodey, I'm a pimp your ride," <laughs> in the sense that he is upgrading this. Uh, they are upgrading it to a movie. They're making a theatrical release for Armor Wars. To which I say. Fuck yeah. I mean, like, so why wouldn't Rhodey get his own movie? Well, number one, why wouldn't he get his own movie? And number two, thank God someone looked at, at this. It was supposed to be a six-episode thing, and they said, you know what? Why are we stretching this out over six episodes when we can just do this in two and a half hours and move on, right? And so I, I think I like this because, again, I, I want... Don Cheadle to get his own, you know, to get the big budget movie treatment. But second, I want them to start realizing that not every damn sh story with a, you know, a second tier or maybe third tier character needs a damn TV show, right? That it could have been told in a, a, as a movie and maybe have been a, a more uh, rewarding experience. All right. So Lottie, uh, what do you think about this becoming a movie now? So I'll say this, a lot of kids who grew up in the nineties, especially fighting game fans knew about war machine before Iron Man, because war machine was in Marvel versus Capcom one and Iron Man didn't get into it until well, Marvel versus Capcom two. So a lot of people that like, or nineties kids actually are more recognized, uh, war machine more than they do iron man and honestly it's it's like you said it's about time that we get a war machine movie because i think i think marvel abandoning the armor movies like iron man is kind of like the iron man and things like that is is sort of a move i think they should get back into doing because because like i said roadie is a uh 
he is a military guy. So this could be like a cross between a Captain America movie and an Iron Man movie mm-hmm. together. You know what I mean? And we, like, you know, we already know he's gonna she's gonna show up in Secret Invasion. So the Secret Invasion is essentially gonna be setting up, I think, Armor Wars. I again, I, it's a movie, so definitely at least gonna be a tighter story. They don't have to stretch things out as much to justify the multiple episodes. Uh, which I think we can argue. You could argue that some of the Disney Plus, Star Wars, and Marvel things maybe could have just been compressed and tightened up and just made into movies. Uh, I think. I, I think uh, what's the call should have been a movie. I really think Moon Knight. Moon Knight, yeah. Been, I think Moon Knight should have been a movie. That's, like I really feel it should have been a two and a half hour movie. Yeah, I mean, you you tighten it up into into a movie. And suddenly it's, you know, it's a lot more compelling. And I, I think another thing is you get money. You get, yeah. you, you spend those millions, you get some millions back. Like this, this is easy work. Like it, when you do, when it goes to, to Disney Plus, as much as I love the Disney Plus things, you ain't making no money off of that. People are already yeah. subscribed. That's why I said like the two, the two shows that should have been movies straight up was Loki and uh, uh, I don't know about was, Loki. I'm not sure about Loki. I, I, I think Loki could have. I think Loki could have been a movie because that's been a hard sell to get that into three into two and a half hours or two hours. And I, I feel like honestly, when you think about it, man, there's a couple of things they could have cut the fat out of. There's a lot of like the first few episodes they could have cut the fat out of it. Yeah, pro- I mean, probably. I mean, honestly, there's a there's an argument for most of the Disney Plus shows, except for maybe WandaVision probably wouldn't have worked. No, WandaVision but, had to be a show. Miss, WandaVision. Miss Marvel could have been a, a movie. They could have made a movie out of Miss Marvel. Yeah, there's a couple of shows that, if you really think about it, like they there's some episodes they could have just cut out. Like I'm I'm really seeing how Loki could have been a two hour movie. Yeah, like, I mean it. I mean it. There's. I mean I think there's argument most of most of the Disney Plus. Hell, Falcon and Winter Soldier maybe. Even though I think that you lose some, uh, some of the nah, nuance. To Falcon I think and Falcon and Falcon or Winter Soldier should should have remained a TV show, yeah. because the simple fact it's getting a movie. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like Loki is never getting a movie, so it should have been a TV. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the thing. Same thing with Moon Knight. Yeah. Like, well, they'll be idiot. They'll be dumb if they never make a Moon Knight movie. I'm just saying. Well. I, I think if anything, we see this. This shows at the very least that you know they looked at the story. They're like, why does this have to be that long? It it really could be more, you know, cooler. And also, I I if I think about it a little more, also probably they looked at how how his character was in uh, in Secret Invasion and you know and the show that's coming up, and maybe they realized like, wait, there's a lot more cool stuff that. You know, people will probably want to pay to see from Brody. And also, again, people love him. Like, he, they don't love him as much as Tony, but he's pretty close up there. And he's mm-hmm. an OG. He he deserved I think he deserved it. So, I'm actually, I'm really happy for Don Cheadle. Uh, he's, uh, you know, he's a great actor. He's done a great job in this role. So, uh, let's get it. Let's, you know, let's show some love. So, uh, that's coming out. Uh, I want to say, was it? Is it next year or are they starting uh, filming next year? So it's probably the year after that. Um, moving on, still on Marvel, y'all. Uh, we got today, they dropped this morning, the Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer. Like the um, 
we had already seen sort of a, a bit of a teaser or something like that. Um, and now we get a full uh, trailer uh, just before they, you know, tickets went on sale. Which, by the way, I went and got the tickets. I don't know if you've gotten your tickets yet. I went and got my tickets for opening. Oh, not yet. Because I don't play. As <laughs> soon as I saw they said tickets on sale, I was like, oh, shit. And I, I went straight to the AMC app and got my tickets on deck. Because uh, I will not be I will not be going to work the next day and having people say, did you see it? And say no. I, I will hang my head in shame if I can't tell people at work that I saw Wakanda Forever first. So uh, anyway, uh, the trailer came out. It's got some stuff in it, Lottie. Uh, some <laughs> stuff I wasn't expecting them to show. And uh, I don't know what you, you, you saw it. What'd you think about it? I'll just say this. Like, there was a couple of people who were like, you know, there was a couple of fan theories going around talking about this movie's happening during the blip. And I said, Cap, this is not <laughs> happening during the blip. Because people are still holding on to them recasting T'Challa in the main universe. And I said, it's not happening, guys. Well, what, like, what if maybe some aspects of it, maybe some flashbacks are during the during the blip but i would say no you know it's no it's, 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 i mean this is post blip definitely yeah because like there's there's two main reasons why i don't believe it's happening to blip because it's been confirmed that sherry was gone during the blip and what's her name was running it a country okoye and also um black widow called constantly to see if everybody around the world needed help i have a hard time believing black widow would not help um what's it called to help wakanda during the blip if Derek being attacked so i was like no i don't believe this is happening during the blip so and i was just telling everybody that you know spoilers sherry is black panther oh like, just, yeah like i mean like like I knew, like the toy spoiled it, like over a month, almost two months ago. I, I honestly, I mean, I didn't necessarily want her to be it, uh, because I don't, I don't know if I buy her as it. But oh, I definitely don't buy her because she's still skinny I, as hell. I, I don't like. buy it, but there's precedent for it in in the comics, and I could already, I could tell you straight up right now, uh. That Ryan Coogler, who's you know co-writing this, uh, he's he's tight. He in the first movie he took his cue from the comics, uh, not from a certain run of the comics, uh, and so uh, by not it's you know some by Christopher Priest, uh, but uh, I knew exactly the run of comics he was he was going for, and then in that run, uh, you know. Shuri becomes Black Panther. You know, and so I was like, there's no way they don't do that. And it just makes sense, especially with Chadwick gone. You know, the next logical person, comics-wise, is Shuri. So that being said, that, okay, yeah, yeah, that part that came up, if other people are like, oh, it, it's a woman. I'm like, God, you know what? Just y'all 
Go. I don't. Go. To be honest, I don't think there's a lot of people that are like saying it's because it's a. It's woman. more like it's Shuri. <laughs> it's like it's Shuri. Yes, that's what it is. <laughs> it's just like it's like because she when we see her in the movie and she's still a stick. Yeah, you know what I mean. And she will like, be. It's because Letitia Wright. That's just she's never gonna be a big person. That's she. No, I know that. Oh, I just know that. It's just. It just looks unbelievable. You know what I mean? Well, it just, I, unfortunately, it's just not going to, I will say this. you know, move people. I will say this. She has all the skills to, to give herself a technological advantage. I mean, literally, in the MCU, Taskmaster exists as a, as a suit of armor. So I can't see how she couldn't do something like that. But that's, honestly, that's the least interesting part of that whole uh, trailer to me. That's, I'm, for real, the least interesting. The most interesting is motherfucking Namor and his damn wings, and he flies. <laughs> I, and, and, you know, some people are like, that's goofy. I don't give a fuck. That's my shit right there. As soon as I saw this dude flying around and, and dodging laser blasts from Wakandan uh, ships, I was like, oh, shit, it's on, y'all. You, Yeah, it's it. Fuck it. I'm in. I'm 100% in. This man is he's he is the Namor that I want to see. Like okay, he you know he's not from Atlanta, so I don't whatever. Dude's got wings on his feet. I'm done. It's it, you take my money. I'm like Fry, shut up and take my money. And then we got to see the the great eight Mbaku, you know, trying to tell him like yo y'all don't I don't think we won't smoke with this this fool because if we. You know, it's like if we kill him, it could we could be at war forever. I'm like, man, Mbaku, tell the truth. Go ahead and tell it. <laughs> and then Angela Bassett, it looks like she's going off right there. I mean, look, this shit look tight. <laughs> that's, that's all I got to say. This shit looks tight. There's so much going on in there, and it looks beautiful. Uh, it looks like it's going to be... Uh, uh, I don't. It's not nonstop action, but the general was looking like like she's about to go hard, and then we see the, you know, the Kalokan. I think that's the name of their, the warriors uh, going hard. There's, I mean, it's about to go down. Lottie, I know I'm trying. Didn't mean to steal your thunder, but like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, am I on? Am I on the right page here uh, with you? Yeah, yeah. This is. It look. It looked good. Like I'm gonna go. I'm definitely gonna watch it. It looks good. No few iron, iron heart parts. It looks like she's gonna oh, yeah. have a massive suit. It looks like her suit's gonna be fucking massive. Her Mark One, because I already see her doing the Iron Man hammer thing. Dun, 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 dun. Well, they're yeah. probably gonna have. Uh, they're probably gonna change it to like a hip hop beat of her doing so, the hammer. I would love for them to do a sequence of her working on the Iron Heart suit. And then she and Shuri like tag teaming that damn suit. I, who I bet that's gonna, them girls just going just like getting it in in the shop, going to work like like they're Dominic Toretto working on a damn uh, Hemi engine. I, I just want to see it. And that's yo. Only thing that just that just that pains me a little bit of is that I kind of wish Iron Man was alive. To kind of like take her under her wing. That's the one thing that like pains me, because it's it's sort of like because in, in there's one show that Ironheart is his daughter, mm -hmm. 
and it was just like to see like Iron Man have that like you know that other side of him you know finding out he slept with this woman this uh woman in uh in Harlem all those years ago and she's like yeah I'm your daughter and I was just like it was a cool it was like a little cool thing but you know who knows well I mean I think they gave they gave us a lot plus the music in that was was tight I mean like it was just a great trailer uh, and it did what it was supposed to get me to run out and get some tickets. So uh, good job, Marvel. And uh, we can't wait. That's next month. Can't believe that's all the way next month. But I, I can't believe we're almost there, actually, to be honest. So uh, glad to see that. And uh, we're going to talk about it more. As I'm sure we're going to get more stuff uh, as it leads up to that uh, that release date. Uh, speaking of, uh, like, big news, like our big big uh, video releases we found out this week ryan reynolds first of all this man's like the king of marketing and shit like there's only about two other people that are any good at self-promoting their shit and like it's the rock you know basically that like self-promotes the hell out of their stuff but ryan reynolds got on you know got on twitter and released a little video when he was he was talking about you know trying to figure out ideas for Deadpool 3 and everything like that. And it was real funny because Ryan Reynolds is funny. He talking about he had, you know, he, he soul searched and he had nothing. And then he was like, he's like, I had an idea. And then you see in the background, a man walks past and he says, and Ryan says, Hey, Hugh, you want to come back and play Wolverine one more time? And Hugh Jackman's like, yeah, sure. Ryan. And that's, was the way they announced Deadpool 3 is going to have Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. And let me tell you, I, I I wanted to slow clap. I want to stand up and slow clap for that. Because, man, they have been sort of trolling us about this. I feel like for years, ever since we've known that there was a Deadpool, there's been a troll about, oh, is, is Hugh Jackman ever going to come back as Wolverine? And, remember, and you know, he said, like, I'm never going to, I'm done playing Wolverine, what blah blah blah, all that stuff. And then just to have him just like, sure, Ryan, was awesome. For it was great. And also <laughs> it not just great in the way they presented, just like real. Then they went and did a like a second video where they're like, Well, we're explaining what our ideas are for this. And they just sit, you know, they're they're sitting up there supposedly gonna explain the story. And then there's just like, you know, they're playing uh uh, what is it, uh, Wham's uh, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go to kind of cover yeah. over what they're talking about. And so, I, I mean, look, Lottie, first of all, it, it, do you want to see Hugh Jackman back as Wolverine? And just, uh, second question, just how crazy do you think these these guys are about to take this? Because, like, if this is just the, the announcement, what the fuck are they going to actually do in the movie? So I saw a guy and he said the funniest joke. He said, man, I wonder how good Ryan Reynolds had to 
massage his balls to get him to come <laughs> back. Because remember, remember, he said that joke in the first one. He said, he said, he said you, I bet you guys are wondering what, whose balls I had to he said, what balls I had to play with to get my own movie. It rhymes with Wolverine. And he said, now <laughs> imagine how how much he had to massage his balls to get him to come back. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Yes, like this, this, I mean, you the simple fact, I'm watching it, and I just see Hugh Jackman walk by, and I was like, no, 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 sure. <laughs> yes, this movie's going to be fucking hilarious. I already know a Deadpool and Wolverine is going to be so fucking funny. <laughs> like, because... Well, I can imagine at the time when that was now the collective nerdgasm that went on. But also just remembering something very, like, to kind of keep in mind, you know, for optimism's sake. Josh Brolin came in as Cable, right? And he, and remember, he's he's a gruff, like, oh, I'm all business and lot. And he was hilar- a hilarious foil to Deadpool's foolishness, right? Yes. And so... I cannot imagine that there's going to be anything other than that because if you if you you know read the comics at all, Deadpool and and uh, Wolverine's interactions are always hilarious because Wolverine kind of can't stand him, right? He just he kind of can't stand the the guy, even though they've worked it, they worked together, they were on X Force and everything like that. But he's he's so serious and having to put up with this admittedly very effective killer mutants uh antics right and deadpool so hard wants to be like besties with him so that whole dynamic is bound to be hilarious and just the the fact that i mean everyone am i uh, no correct me if i'm wrong everyone loves ryan reynolds and everyone loves hugh jackman so and everyone loves Deadpool and everyone loves Wolverine. I literally can't see how this goes wrong. Uh, like, mm-hmm. Oh, and also, you know who the director is? The Free Guy director. So, how can this possibly go wrong? The only downside is going to be it's two years from now. Yeah, it's coming out in 2024. Uh, that's the only downside to this. Everything else is awesome. So, Lottie, what did we... Sometimes I ask myself... What did we do as as nerds to deserve this? What what have we done? Only way, only way that this movie will will change will just make people like probably have a nerd like you said an even bigger nerdgasm. If we find out Spider Man's in this movie, oh my god! If you put Spider Man, Wolverine, <laughs> and Deadpool in one movie, I I think the screen will blow up. I don't think, I don't think anybody could handle having all three of those funny ass characters in one in yeah. one movie. Like, would they be able to even film that movie? Because people would just be laughing. You know, kind of, kind of canonically within the within the comics, Deadpool also tries to be besties with with Spider Man. I know so that's what Spider Man. Spider Man reluctantly puts up with them. So he can yeah. see his spider sense. He calls it shine. He calls it shiny. Ooh, shiny. Wait, you can see my spider sense. <laughs> there, 
so man but you know what let's get to that uh first i for the third outing i'm calling it billion dollar movie oh yeah oh yeah 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 yeah. could be the first billion dollar r-rated movie but i'm calling it uh yeah yeah yeah, there's there's no way they'd have to shit the bed so hard to not be a billion dollars and i I completely agree with you yeah so anyway that's awesome news really looking forward to that and i'm looking forward to all of the antics that ryan reynolds and hugh jackman are going to get up to in as they get closer and closer in their marketing this uh i'm, I'm anticipating an epic marketing campaign so we're gonna see uh well, we're really excited about it uh now on to some not so good this is this is i, I didn't realize this this is all marvel news this week sorry dc but maybe i should you know do some shit that anyone cares about uh <laughs> this not so good marvel news uh so we were all looking forward to blade you know blade was announced i can't believe it, it's 2019 they announced mahershala ali uh as he's gonna it's even blade. further back wow oh yeah so 2019 um and let's let's be reminded mahershala ali he's not a not a spring chicken you know he's i think he's in his 50s early 50s but two-time academy award winner he wanted to be blade he said he knocked on Kevin Feige's door uh, and was like, hey, I want to be Blade. And Kevin Feige was like, oh, well, come right on in, sir, and escorted him straight onto the stage to show that he was going to be Blade. Okay, that's what happened. They got a director. Everything's cool. They're gearing up literally in like six, in a, like I think it was going to be in November they were going to start filming this, uh, this uh, movie. Uh, well, not anymore. Because uh, Bassam Tariq, who was set to be the uh, director of this, has bowed out. He's no longer going to be the director. He's going to stay on as executive producer, but not going to be directing uh, Blade anymore. Which you would, the next thing you'd be like, well, if he's not directing, who's directing? And that's the question. They don't know. They don't know what's uh, who's going to direct. They're looking for a director right now. And so... Lottie, is this project in trouble? Is uh, you know, uh, it, it was supposed to be coming out. Mind you, it was supposed to come out next year, or or I think maybe it was it next year or twenty twenty four, maybe twenty twenty four, early. It doesn't look like that's happening, like at all, because uh, there's no there's been no word about the the a new director, and there's more rumors that not only is the director that. Uh, problem, but also maybe the script isn't all that good, and that yeah. that they are there is real trouble with the the project right now, and that Mahershala Ali is just like what the fuck. So yeah, Lottie, what you think, man? Yeah, this is uh, this is not just the problem. This is alarm bells, sirens going off like hurricane signs. Like this is not good at all like my mind i was thinking it was 2020 when they announced you said said hurricane signs now that yeah like well well, if it's like any if it's like any hurricane here in florida there's plenty of people that are still at the house like it's fine there's waters up to my waist it's fine everything's fine this is nothing this hurricane's nothing (laughs) well smart people (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's like the tornado sirens going off. This is 
not this is not this is not just not good this is bad like this is this is like like when you t i thought the movie they announced they're making a movie and the actor back in 2020 it was 2019 so it's even worse than i thought like this could almost be canceled man like the simple fact that they don't even have a director they haven't even filmed yet man yeah and they were supposed this is, to be. They were set to start filming in a few weeks. This is not good, man. This is not good. The script is like I saw that rumor too, where Hershaw Lee is not happy with that script. Like they said, it's only supposed to be ninety pages. It only has two fight scenes in it. And I'm like, how? I'll be pissed off too. What type of fucking Blade movie only has two fight scenes? What type of shit is that? Yeah, there was two fight scenes in like the first fifteen minutes of Blade Two. That's what I'm saying. Like, what the hell? What type of movie is this? Yeah, and it's like, and I don't. I this isn't good, man. This isn't good. Like, I'm like, I'm just being honest. This is, this is, like this. This is borderlining cookie cancel type. This thing. this is borderline DCEU shit. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying like they. It is wait a minute is David Zaslav is 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 he working at Mar at Marvel right now? Because this shit could get fucking canceled. But I don't think that that's what's going to happen. I, I, honestly, if anything, I think that this is a all hands on deck Kevin Feige situation because you would look like a fucking idiot to let Mahershala Ali first of all for him to be pissed and for him to exit the project when he asked you to yeah. be on it exit the project and maybe never do a Marvel thing. That would be the, I'm, I'm telling you the mystique of Kevin Feige would take a huge blow if that happened because he's supposed to be the fixer. He's the man. He's got the secret sauce and he can't get Blade off the ground. Blade, let me just say, Blade's not a hard fucking movie to, to crack. No, it's I'm, not. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm no writer or anything like that, but think about all the Blade movies we've seen so far. Blade 1 and 2 are great. 3 is trash. But one and two are pretty great. And they all boil down to Blade fighting some fucking vampire that got some nefarious plan going on. That's it. That is literally it. And the rest of it is just him being cool as hell, kicking the fuck out of some vampires. And, you know, defeating some big bad that, you know, vampire that's got souped up. That's it. There's nothing else to those movies. It's all style and presentation and so i don't get like even if they say they want to delve into like his backstory and shit okay cool cool still who the hell if this is true and what fucking script doesn't say you know scene blade pulls out his sword and goes ham that's i mean you don't literally the marvel action team you know the directing team will just they'll figure it out i'm crazy it pisses me off. I, I don't know why this pisses me off so much, but I think it's just, I think Mahershal Ali is, he's a great talent. He wants to do this. He's clearly, he's in the best shape he's, you know, he's going to be, and he's not getting any younger. Uh, we need him in the MCU. So, like, I want them to get this together. Calling all Feige's. Calling all Feige's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, you know. <laughs> yeah, this, this, like you said, this kind of, like, upsets me because Blade is sort of like Spawn. You don't fuck up their movies because they're one of the reasons why a lot of this stuff got kicked off 
in the first place. Yeah. Blade, Blade, like Blade is a movie that is holds dearly in a lot of 80s and 90 kids hearts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We've all seen it. If you are a if you are a if you are somewhat of a nerd, especially if you're somewhat of an African American or African nerd or whatever, you've seen Blade. Yeah. You don't fuck you don't fuck up Blade. You get this shit right, man. You get it right. I'm get the best writer you possibly get. Like, come on now. Well, this, it makes you gotta you, make their blip. If it makes you feel any better, they there's rumors or there's some indication that uh, a ma- man by the name of Bo DeMeo uh, has been tasked with kind of fixing it, fixing everything up. Uh, he apparently is working on the X Men '97 show, but also has done uh, some other uh, some other shows or whatever. So he he seems to you know, have some kind of pedigree that, you know, that would help. Um, so let's hope, we're, we're going to hope, you know. Also, I apparently worked on Moon Knight, so we're going to hope that that's what happens. Uh, we'll see, we will see. We'll, uh, I'm sure some news about that will be coming out, hopefully in the next few weeks. Uh, I doubt it'll be like, oh, we're starting up now because a uh, whole script might need to be written, but I think we'll hear about it very soon. So, uh, then, and that actually has something to do with our last item, uh, because you know, I guess th- that's a bad indication of what's the, of what's going on leadership wise at Marvel. We're so used to the Marvel, uh, you know, the Marvel team, Marvel Studios, kind of running like a well-oiled uh, machine, putting out you know qual- pretty quality projects. Uh, more or less, no drama, things happening on time, etc. You know, it's not often you see things pushed. Even with with COVID, pushed things around, but it wasn't because Marvel was fucking up. And so we're starting to see, I think maybe some cracks in that in that armor, some uh, you know some some places where it's breaking down. And it's led to the question of whether or not Kevin Feige is stretched too thin. Uh, and this is all. Come, this all comes from someone, you know, I was talking about Blade, and uh, I guess an insider saying that they had heard that people were talking about it. You know, Kevin Feige stretched too thin right now with all the stuff going on. And so I thought it'd be interesting, at least, to just just talk for a little bit about whether this is true. Is Marvel doing too much, and does that mean that you know there's less of the Kevin Feige special sauce? To go around he can't you know he can't uh you know he can't be there to personally kind of look over things like we've heard he has done in the past and if that's the case what's the you know what's the solution here how do you fix what appears to be a problem of too much too fast lottie go so here's there's two things because there it was a rumor like about a month or two ago about kevin feige might be retiring after I think they said Secret Wars or something. Um, who knows? More, how, how about I say, y'all stop trying to manifest that. Yeah, but who, that. but who knows? More and more of this stuff is coming out. But th- here's the this is the thing that I, I I warn people about when it comes to Marvel and Xbox because I'm about to I'm about to parallel the two. The thing about it is Marvel and Xbox they're two good 
companies that try well mcu and xbox they, they're good companies that try to make good content and stuff but the people who own them are the problem when you have companies like microsoft and disney who are content generators they just want to make it's no longer about making one or two good hits or it's not about making home runs anymore it's about even if it's not a even if it's a, not a base hit just hit the damn ball you know what i mean and it's getting to the point that when you start producing more and more and more and almost too much content there's only so much kevin feige and someone like phil spencer can do they can't be everywhere at once you know what i mean i mean we you saw the roadmap there in the next three years they're going to release almost what 30 or 40 projects you're talking about oh so for leading up to uh seeker awards oh my god this uh gosh i think it's something like eight things a year for the next exactly next few years so i said it's about to be about 30 projects about 30 projects in the next three years man it's and they're just adding on to it because now Armor Wars is something. They're just they're just adding and adding and adding just content, more and more and more content. Kevin Feige can only do so much. He can only. That's why you're starting to see stuff like Blade. Is it a movie that was confirmed all the way back in 2019? It looks like it has. It's not going to get filmed anytime soon. And this is Blade. This is not like we're talking about Agatha Harkness. Yeah. We're talking about Blade. And this is what happens, man. You just when you keep pushing, pushing and pushing more and more content. There's Kevin Feige is a human and he's getting older. Like how old is Kevin Feige? He's probably in his like late 50s. Uh, I think he's in his uh I think he's in his 50s. Like early. I don't, I don't know if it's late. I think it I, it's early 50s. So he might be like in like 53 or 4 something like that. So he's, yeah, he's, he's still in the in the industry, relatively young man. Yeah, but, but it's just he. There's only so much he can do. You know what I mean? He's there's only so much, and it's just oh, he's only forty nine. Oh, he's good. Yeah, he's he's young. Yeah, you know, so there's only so much, man. He can only do so much, man. And it's just, I feel like this is one of the things that we talked about last week. That I think they need to start trimming certain things down, man, and focus on a certain amount of certain amount of things that this is what we're going to we're going to focus on. Make this good and not try to just splatter everybody with content because some people, they're fine with that. Are you saying you said uh, Feige, uh, Feige special sauce splatter? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the thing about it is. Here's these. This is the thing that Disney needs to understand. They're not Netflix. Right. Casual people are okay with watching okay, okay stuff. Nerds, no, we're not. Most nerds want their stuff to be good. You know what I mean? Most nerds do not want to see a casual doing of something that they grew up reading about in the comic book mm -hmm. or playing as a video game you know what i mean they want to see it done good and this is what disney needs to understand they are not netflix you can't like i said 
there's shows like Agatha Harkness, um, uh, what is that? Uh, uh, she Hulk. There are shows that you can just have as a casual show to have some laughs and some people to get interested. But you have to make sure that you know that the plans like movies like Blade and all these other movies are getting the love that they deserve. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. This is where, like I said, if you just, it's, it's just when you just have way too much content, it can cause problems, man. Yeah. Well, I, th- I mean, I don't think you're, I don't think you're wrong about that. I think there is a, there's a learning process that's been going on here. Like Kevin Feige's not from TV, like at all. He's he's been a movie guy all his career. He started out working for Richard Donner, uh, you know, the the man who made Super Original Superman, and he's been on movies, producing movies, ever since. So TV is a different thing to him, and you know, and he also had remember they made him the the con, you know chief content officer for Marvel. You know, he's he's in charge everything comics. You know, he's the buck stops with him. You know, as far as the, the content creation. Uh, so co- you know, comics, animation, TV, movies—that's all him. That's he's at the top of all of that, and he's been good for the most part of getting a group of producers and you know executive producers under him that can more or less you know filter stuff up to him that he needs to know. But that hands-on touch is you know it's let it by necessity. He won't be able to be like that like he used to be. Because Marvel Studios is different now than when they first started, you know? And I think that he's learning. And he's, you know, and also he's probably trying to develop other people to get in there. And it's not always working. And that's okay. I think it's it's okay that they're, they are learning. You know, Marvel Studios is learning to be a TV producer. And I think what we're starting to see is them figuring out how to do it. And by that, I mean... We get Werewolf by Night, which they could have said, we're going to make a TV show out of it. We're going to make six episodes. What they do instead, we're making a special. It's an hour long, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Armor Wars. That's I think that's a good sign that Kevin Feige is starting to, you know, or at least the, you know, his brain trust is trying to fi- start to figure out, you know, that we don't, everything can't be a TV show. All right, Armor Wars, it's a movie now. Because that's what made sense for the story, right? Um, Blade is a, is an indication that you know everything. Not all is right in the world of Marvel, uh, Marvel Studios. But this is an opportunity for Feige uh, to kind of work his magic, and I think this is maybe an indication that when things do sort of go off the rails, it's time for him to step in personally. But in other places, like with Black Panther two. He's already got a trusted filmmaker and, and a trusted producer that can work together. He's with uh, with Ant Man. He's already got trusted producer and director. With Guardians, he already he knows what they do, and he lets them do it. But with these other ones, with the less you know less experienced uh, producers and directors or whatever, maybe he has to be a little bit more hands on. I do think that he is stretched thin, and it, he has to be. It, look mm-hmm. at look at everything that's coming out, every every single thing, animation, TV, movies. You know, yes, he's stretched too thin, uh, but I think this is an opportunity for Kevin Feige to really 
show that he's developed other people to, to you know, so he's not the failure point. Uh, and I think that it's unfair for other people to expect him to be the reason, you know, to come in and, and save the day all the time. And um, so all that being said, we answered the question, what's the answer to this? And I, I just, like I said, I think it's time for him to be able to let, to trust other people to sort of do their jobs. And, you know, he's only there to just kind of be like, okay, you're right. This, you should be doing, you know, I think you made good decisions or whatever. And let it, let that be it. Another thing is, look, as nerds, we got to, our expectations have got to be more in line with what's what's going on we have to stop being i know you said you know we don't want just okay things um we gotta be you know we always want them to do you know to try hard to do do big things and everything like that when you swing big sometimes you 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 whiff right or sometimes you hit you it may looks like it's going far and it doesn't quite go the distance that's fine we I think we should, I don't, I'm not saying we should be happy with everything that they give us. I'm saying that we should understand that we can't ask them to switch it up and do new things and, you know, give us new looks or anything and then be mad when they try to do it. You know, we, can, yeah. we, we, we have to, I don't say we got to reward bad things. What I say is we have to encourage them to not just play it safe because I'll be damned if I'm watching Avengers one and two retreaded 10 years from now i won't be doing i don't want to do that i want new shit and i i don't want to watch i already have the the first avengers i don't want to see it redone you know that give me that in 20 and 30 years but not now so um i just say let's let's just try and feige we trust let's let's trust that he knows what he's doing and also that they're going to give him the resources he needs to make it happen and that's that uh, but I, you know what? Um, we're we're gonna hope and we're gonna see and we're gonna keep looking at this as it moves forward. So anyway, that's all of our uh, that's all of our news for this week. Uh, fun stuff to talk about, but maybe we missed some things, or maybe you had some opinions about uh, these news items and what we said. If you do, get down to the comment section. Let us know your thoughts. And of course, you can always hit us up, supernotfunnyshow at gmail.com or at supernotfunnys1 on Twitter. And uh, while you're down there, also hit the like button. Uh, it helps with the algorithm so more people see this content. Of course, you can always hit that subscribe button, join the Super Not Funny Show family, help grow the channel, and hit the notification bell. It will let you know when we drop new content. We're doing reviews all up and down this channel uh, in addition to the Supercast. So check all of that out. And of course, I can't do this show by myself. My good friend Lottie is always there uh, with the good insights. So, Lottie, how can they reach you on your social media? You can always find me on my Instagram, which is Anukinihun. It's A N U K I N I H U N. Again, A N U K I N I H U N. And of course, you can also find me on my YouTube channel, which is Kinihun Twenty Five. Whenever you have a time, whenever you have time, leave a like, comment. Or subscribe. Yep, you guys go and check all of that stuff out. Show Lottie some love, and uh, I will remind again: go hit that subscribe button, man. We can't. We're at eighty-five subscribers, and I know it seems like uh, you know it's it seems like nothing, but you know we're trying to get to uh, let's get to a hundred. How about that? Let's get us up to a hundred subscribers, 
and uh, <laughs> we'll celebrate that that's uh, victory. You got to celebrate all your victories, right? Uh, anyway, this has been the 71st episode of the Supercast. Come back next week. Got more news. Uh, we're going to definitely talk about Werewolf by Night. It's, it'll be a good time. So, anyway, uh, until then, I've been Mo Fe, resident fabricant and comic extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. And we'll see you guys on the other side of the thread. Peace. Peace. <laughs>